everybody. I hope you're keeping super well on this cool May day. And welcome to another episode of Shemaine's Model Health Podcast. Find your model health for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals. I am Shemaine Laney. I'm a fitness and nutrition expert and a biohacker, and I'm so grateful to have you back with me here today. I really hope this podcast helps a lot of you because the topic of this week can be very overlooked. Before we move on, I want to stress that the information contained in these podcasts is for information purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Okay, so this week we are looking at histamines and purely because I took on a new client and I kind of noticed some of her symptoms and then she mentioned that her son was having symptoms too related to histamine so I looked a bit more in depth and decided that this would be a very appropriate topic for this week just to kind of narrow down some symptoms um, what you would and wouldn't do the kind of supplements and so on. So I suppose we'll start at the start. What is histamine? Um, so I'm sure everyone has heard of histamines or heard of antihistamines, um, but um, people may not be as aware of histamines as much as antihistamines. Antihistamines, uh, what for most of us know, are what we use to fight off allergies. Um, and what people don't realize is that it's actually the histamines that are the ones that fight off the allergies and the antihistamines are just fighting off the symptoms. The histamines, um, come along and they fight the allergies to get them out of their out of your body or allergens to get them out of your body. Histamines are naturally occurring chemicals inside your body. Um, they're neurotransmitters. Your immune system makes them and if there's anything at all that's bothering your body Histamines generally come along and help get rid of that. Um, histamines can therefore be thought of like your warriors fighting off the evil inside your body or just kind of keeping you safe and protected against anything that's trying to hurt you. So histamines are super important and they're so neglected I feel in the health industry that they get very overlooked and you would be very lucky to find a doctor that would diagnose you with a histamine intolerance that's how overlooked they are um, and a lot of experts are still quite unsure what is the cause of a histamine intolerance and you know that histamine intolerance word is kind of inaccurate um, because it really when we look at it it's a histamine overload um, so most of the research is kind of pointing towards that a histamine intolerance or histamine Overload occurs when there is a build-up of histamine. 
hence the overload. If you're a healthy person, your histamine will be broken down by two enzymes regularly. And we know how important it is to have our enzymes working in our favor for digestion and hormones and a whole host of other things that we want working properly in our body. Um, so these two enzymes specifically are DAO and HNMNT. Now the DAO enzyme comes from your intestine while the HNMT can be found in your liver. If either of your liver or intestine gets compromised or gets sick or is not functioning properly then this will probably result in your histamine not being broken down regularly or sufficiently. When your histamine is not broken down properly there will be a build-up and then your allergic reaction becomes an overreaction. Um, and most doctors, scientists and studies have hypothesized that people who have gastrointestinal and liver disorders will also most likely have histamine overload or intolerance. That's not surprising because our enzymes do get created in our gastrointestinal tract and then they move on down into our liver and so on. Okay, so there are so, so many signs that you're histamine intolerant or have a histamine overload. Like there's so many that I'm just going to go through a few here. Um, and these are probably the more important signs that you would need to look out for. If you wanted like a full list of the symptoms, reach out to me through my website or through Facebook. And I'll be happy to give you the full list. But there's too many to go through. So if you're getting one of the main, main symptoms can be a migraine um, or if you're getting headaches, um, even if you have slept and you're well hydrated, if you still get migraines and headaches, this could be a sign of histamine overload. Um, you have difficulty sleeping even if you aren't stressed or an insomniac, you have hypertension even if you exercise regularly and have a balanced diet, you get dizzy all of a sudden, you also get nauseous or vomit, uh, your heart rate accelerates or you maybe get palpitations, you're encountering difficulties in regulating your body temperature and you'll see that some of these symptoms kind of do go hand in hand with other autoimmune issues but um some of these are specific towards uh, histamine overload. Um, if you get anxious about certain things, you get abdominal cramps, even if you don't have your period. Um, uh, your menstrual cycle maybe seems abnormal. You encounter difficulties in breathing. You sneeze for no reason or get nasal congestions. This could be um, a buildup of the histamines in the body or in the system. You feel exhausted even if the day has just started. You flush for no reason and hives appear out of nowhere. So those are some of the main ones and you can see a lot of them actually are very similar to hypothyroid symptoms too. But if you are encountering any of these, make sure to see your physician at once. Um, 
and what they can do. So your physician to narrow things down, obviously, if we think we might have thyroid issues, your physician is going to do a thyroid panel. But for histamine, what we can actually do is we can do a stool test and check out what's going on with the bowels and the bacteria and the enzymes. They can also do a measurement of the DAO enzyme and also the HNMT enzyme. They can do measurements of them and that can narrow down if you have a histamine overload going on in your body. Um, we look at supplements as we go further down, kind of want to take this step by step, but I mean, so when I say your doctor can test for your stool test, um, if your doctor's not aware of it, they can come listen to the podcast. Um, but let's say you got something like H. pylori, um, and H. pylori is going to suppress stomach acid. And so if you've got undigested food particles in your poop, um, that could be causing leaky gut, therefore causing low DAO enzyme activity, uh, and therefore causing you to have a cortical histamine intolerance. So um, the histamine intolerance is being brought on by a stress happening in the gut and also inhibiting um, that DAO acti activity too. So that's just something to look into if you think there's Usually, I will say, let's get a test. Now, we don't live and die by the numbers. We do look at symptoms um, and how people are feeling. But there are some tests that can be very beneficial. So then we'll look at, let's say you do then, or you, you're pretty sure that you have a histamine overload or intolerance going on, um, what are you going to change? Well, obviously your nutrition is going to change, but that's not the only thing. So as a biohacker, I help people address in external environmental issues as well as the internal. You can't just look at one thing and not address everything else in your environment. Um, so you want to make sure um, you're getting enough sleep, seven to eight hours if you think you have histamine issues. Definitely keep your house very well aerated, so lots of clean, fresh air. Watch out for that. Uh, any mold or dampness in your house is going to be very important. Keep your bed sheets aerated, very clean. Wash them regularly. Use a good cotton if you can. Um, then regular exercise, of course, is advised because this can uh, not only help you in your histamine intolerance, but it'll also help you maintain or lose weight. And two signs of having histamine intolerance can be hypertension and shortness of breath. So if you exercise regularly, you'll increase your body stamina and also burn out those unnecessary calories. And we know excess body fat contains excess toxins and contributes to hormonal imbalance. But also regular exercise is going to keep that circulation going well. And we know that regular exercise helps promote the growth of diabetes digestion and good gut bacteria, but it also helps with the parasympathetic nervous system. So we want to keep you in a nice calm state because we know that stress and stress hormones can be um, 
can play a major part in histamine overload. And that's a segue into the next environmental factor, which would be learn when is the right time to practice some self-care or chill out. So no matter who you are, no matter if you're a biohacker, a physician, you're a well-trained athlete, if you're just a mom at home with two kids or 10 kids, we all need to take some downtime every now and then. I know it can be hard, but it is super important. Um, it doesn't have to mean a vacation to the Bahamas where you sit on the beach all the time, but I'm a big advocate of just some nice long walks in the sun, taking in the fresh air, just really enjoying the walk. Uh, I love to put on a funny movie that then can activate the parasympathetic system. We know laughter is an awesome medicine. Um, having some girl time chats, having a bath, you know, sometimes just silence for me does wonders. So no kids, no music, no TV, nothing, just silence. Um, and this relaxation or self-care doesn't necessarily mean that you'd only do it um, when you get the opportunity. You want to prioritize it and make sure that it's happening really on a daily basis and that goes for not just histamine intolerance but for a lot of chronic diseases and health issues as well um, that self-care time or relaxation time or that downtime can be very beneficial and then next of course you would go and look at a low histamine diet and this is where working with a health professional that understands this issue can be very beneficial. Um, you're going to look at obviously, maybe not so obviously, eating fresh foods as much as possible, um, avoiding those DAO blocking foods, coffees, especially the lower grade coffees. There's something to be said about high grade coffees. Um, teas, we want to watch out for them. Um, fermented foods plus aged meats and citrus fruits. They're not going to play in your favor. I do have a list of the foods. Um, some more that you should avoid. Eggs can be an issue for some people. Peanuts, cashews, and walnuts can be histamine food. Some people can have an issue with avocados, tomatoes. Uh, we kind of look at those lectin-containing foods as well. Milks, sour creams, again, those aged or cured meats like bacon and salami. Balsamic vinegar can cause an issue for some people, but apple cider vinegar seems to be fine. Um, soy sauce can cause an issue, and of course, your fermented alcohols like wine, beer, champagne, they can be issues too. I do have a full list of the histamine foods um, and their percentages or their the amounts of histamine in each food if you like that I can get that put together for you I can just provide a histamine food list um, just reach out to me and I'll get it for you 
Um, and then some of the foods that are lower in histamine, one of my favorite foods, especially for activating their, those sirtuin pathways and giving that nice genetic expression that we want, uh, extra virgin olive oil. Duck eggs and goose eggs can be pretty good as well. Not many issues there. Um, fresh fruits, particularly the berries, fresh meats, grass-fed, of course. Um, back to that coffee. So high-grade coffee generally is we don't see many issues with that, especially when we pair them with medicinal mushrooms. So you're looking for organic from single estate, um, uh, mycotoxin free. So you're looking at a really good coffee there. Green tea generally is low in histamines, but I like to cut it out for a few days and then slowly integrate it back in and see what kind of response that we get from that. Um, so, yeah, that kind of cut out the DAO blocking foods, fermented foods, aged meats, citrus, and so on, and go for your fresher foods, grass-fed, organic, so lower histamine foods. Um, medicinal mushrooms are going to be great because they're going to help support your adrenals as well, and we can see issues with um, the adrenal glands and histamine intolerances. Also, iron deficiencies can have their part in histamine overload and I'm not a big fan of iron supplements I'm really not I'd rather get it from your grass-fed red meats um, some nuts and seeds and your green veg I'd rather get it that and especially from the more bioavailable forms of foods so iron is going to be more bioavailable to meat eaters than it's say from the foods that vegans are going to get so vegans might want to look at supplements um, but then we got to look at are they having bowel issues if they're taking the iron supplements so we got to be aware of all of these things and then we're going to look at some supplements on what can help um, with this histamine overload and what we're looking at really here is you can get a DAO supplement, um, which is going to be awesome. You can get a HNMT supplement, which is very effective at breaking down the overload of histamine. So it has that lowering effect um, on the excess histamine. Um, a SAMI supplement can be very helpful for HNMT enzymes. One of my favorite supplements of all times, literally fixes almost everything, is berberine. Uh, I love, love berberine. Um, berberine, of course, is the more natural alternative to metformin. Now we're seeing a lot of studies coming out about anti-aging, metformin, diabetes, and so on. But berberine is, you say, for more natural alternative to that. So yeah, grapefruit extracts. You can look at um, adenosyl methionine, um, and that will help with the MTHF or genetic mutation. So MTHF4, we know that there's a correlation bef between the MTHF4 mutation 
and histamine intolerance and that's something to bear in mind and you can get tested for the MTHFR, the motherfucker um, genetic mutation um, and then that can give you more direction on where you need to go with your health protocols um, I understand this is quite a long podcast but we're nearly finished um, other supplements that you can look at to help with your histamine intolerance i love love this next one love it so much copper copper is said to help increase dao levels in your blood which will in turn help break down histamine uh, you've got to be careful when you're taking a copper supplement um, it would be wise to check your blood copper level first because too much copper in your body can be toxic but you know what i really love and these are the simplest ways to getting some copper into your system you can cook with copper pots and pans which is awesome so only small amounts of that copper will leach into your food but the tiniest amounts enough to help you supplement but i love these pure copper bracelets i have one and it has become my best friend i have a pure copper bracelet and it also has magnets in it it has about eight magnets in it and i broke my hand years ago which then led to carpal tunnel syndrome in my shoulder and then from overtraining, my other shoulder got sore and as soon as i put this copper bracelet on i kid you not pain is gone then when the other shoulder starts to hurt i swap the bracelet over within minutes pain is gone i actually think i should buy a copper bracelet for each arm but you gotta make sure it's pure and you can take it off give yourself a break for a day or two excuse me a day or two but these copper bracelets are awesome and you can usually buy them in most pharmacies um but i really love mine and it looks cool too um also we can look at vitamin c vitamin c does not only boost your immune system it also helps increase your dao production um so what i was saying to a girl earlier that when i work with clients i don't just address one symptom or look at the one issue and then move on to the next we're always addressing all issues at once so we're looking at the whole environment and we're addressing everything at once we're not just fixing one thing at a time um, and vitamin c we know helps with hormonal balance it helps with pms um, of course helps with your colds and flu helps with skin elasticity joint health and so much stuff so vitamin d also helps increase your dao production um, um, make sure that you get a vitamin C that's ascorbic um, and that's nicely bioavailable. You can't really overdose on vitamin C. What you don't use, you're going to pee it out. Next, vitamin B6 is a DAO enzyme helper. Um, this can be good, but watch for that flushing reaction as well that some people may get. Quercetin, when you take quercetin, you're helping your body to calm inflammation. It also blocks the release of histamine from your mast cells. Um, and that, when we look at inflammation too, those coppers, copper bracelets are awesome for calming down inflammation. So good, I cannot say how much I love it. Um, and then one um, 
kind of unknown herb, bishop's weed or Kella. Um, it's a plant-based mast cell stabilizer and I didn't mention mast cell above but histamine intolerance is generally um, a mast cell issue uh, or overactivity. Um, it can also help reduce respiratory symptoms that are caused by histamine intolerances. So all of those supplements that I've listed, they may help your histamine intolerance. Um, but look at everything. Look at your whole environment, the inside and the outside of your environment, that you're keeping your house clean, your bed sheets are clean, um, there's no mold, your coffee is very good, you're aware of your food, you're getting your nice activity and movement throughout the day, and you're just biohacking your way to better health, health with all these um, little changes, because they're not too big, little changes that you're making in your environment and you should be well on your way to feeling a lot better so that was quite a podcast there was a lot of content in there I really hope you found it helpful and you can put together um, some of the tools or information that I provided and start to implement to making yourself feel better immediately if you're in doubt like I said ask your doctor to do some of those tests a stool test a DAO test um, then also the HNMT test, you can do that too. And then might be wise to maybe do a thyroid panel while you're at it. So you're not thinking you've one thing, but you really have another thing. So there you go. I hope that you found that helpful. I hope you enjoy the rest of the week. And I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Okay, have a great week. Bye.